That was the one you, you talked about on the phone. So I'm here with uh, Steve Forty. This is Moss, uh, Story in Mind. And this is Steve Forty. And we are looking at one of the... So this is the, the BISPA... That's the uh, VCon 6 program book. And this... Right. Uh, oh, they, I, oh, VCon... They, right, there it is. The, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, I, that's how I learned how to print. Uh, we, with this machine and the, the picture you see, these big machines... Uh, some of them, a couple of them were mostly hand cranked, but most of them had motors in. And I bought a bunch of them. I had a basement. I had a house. Right. I bought a house. And so I used to have one that was blue, one that had green ink, one had orange ink, or red, I forget. Anyway, the, mm-hmm. it was about, and one I, to color change those were a real pain in the ass because you have to take the stencil off and everything off the, the, the thing and change the ink. So I, I tried to just buy a bunch of machines. So I had a red machine. Let's see, I had a red machine, a blue machine, a black machine. And I had a couple other colors that I trained it on one. I, I can see that there's a crank in the photo. Is that is that just to, um, say, move the paper out? No, that's that's how you, you could either hand crank it or use the motor. Oh, I what see. What you did okay. is you, you, you did the first couple to check it out and see you'd hand crank one yeah that's not quite right and then you'd adjust a few things and you'd hand crank and then you'd, you'd said okay I want 300 of this and you'd set the thing and it'd go ka-chunk 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 and crank it out it, it, it just it really looks like a printing press and so I'm I'm sort yeah, of wondering it oh it is okay there we go well, what yeah. it is is it, it you put a big tube of ink in here you open that up and there's a tube of ink right. in a little uh, setup here the ink would squeeze in between a roller and a silk screen, I guess you'd call it. And uh, then the paper would be pressed against a roller underneath. So go be- the, the pressure would be on the silk screen. It would, you would have burnt on a stencil. Right. And so the ink would leak through where the, the holes were in the stencil and onto the paper Right. from the pressure underneath. And that's how it printed. And I, I guess the reason for doing this large setup, because it's a large big box of machine, yeah, because it was old. That's what they, you know, it, it, it was not as good as now. You get this thing and you put it in and out comes this picture and you, it, it's very small. Yeah, yeah. You actually had to do things manually a lot more. Hey, do you know, do you know if the Gestetler, if, if they're... Gestetner. Sorry, Gestetner, thank you. <laughs> uh, do you know if they are still, like sort of in a way they're manufacturing these? I don't think anymore. Right, no, okay. I'm pretty sure. These were the last ones. That's why they're actually the, one of the better models. It, 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 I could looks, not have afforded those brand new. It looks like a, the sort of the sci-fi, the Star Trek Next Generation version of uh, the older crank ones. Oh, yeah, it is. And I, we, uh, the club had the 360. These are, when you get into the 400 models, they were much better. Right. But as I say, they were 50 bucks each. And so 60, something like that. And I, I know that you would meet... Uh, it wouldn't be weekly meetings. Would this be a monthly meeting where you would get together to print it? Okay, I had a this fazine. I, when I was editor, I established 28 pages a month, uh, and I'll show you one in a minute. Right. Um, and we printed uh, all the time the 28 pages a month. And we had a group of people that came and helped because you know you have all these piles of paper. You had to fold them. You had to put all the sheets together. And what you got, I'll just pull out. I'll give you one. In fact, I'll give you something that... No, that's not what it is. I have a, mis- a, a Mr. Science one that I've printed. Oh, cool. Uh, the Al Betts. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've actually got a spare copy that I thought you might like. But I'll get them out in a minute. Anyway, uh, 
this is a bisphosphine. Now, right. to print something like that, I would have to run it through the green ink, then I have to run it in a different machine for the red ink, right. Right. and sometimes I'd have something different than that. And then the inside is uh, uh, just black. black? For the most part. Yeah. I very rarely put any other color inside. No, it, it's, but, it does spice it up with the, uh, the two-color, yeah. And this is, by this time, I'd got my uh, Atari yes. uh, Mega 2 computer. Yes. Yeah. And I uh, used publishing partner at the time. That's what I started with was an Atari. But I was playing games mostly on it. Oh, yeah, no, I was a member of the Atari Club, too. And, but it took me too long. 28 pages a month, I had to get all the people. Right? And so I just photo-reduced... So that a, a eight and a half by eleven page, most of the time, was mm -hmm. photo reduced to fit on half of an eight and a half by eleven sheet sideways. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah, because the font does look a, a bit reduced there. Okay. And some of it's hard to read. So but this is, the, sorry, this is eight and a half eleven folded in half. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's an eight and a half by sheet. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. And then, uh, then it was stapled in the middle. But this is ask Mr. Science, if you. Uh, ever have a time to go through some of the older ones somewhere, you'll find lots of the comments and the letters of comment are about either Ask Mr. Science or Space Report with Sidney Trent. Uh, I, saw, I saw one thing done by Graham Cameron. Yeah, I think oh, it was he does a, lots of, he had lots of, I had a column in him. Oh, but he, he um, Graham did... Oh, he is editor after me. He was oh, okay. next editor. Uh, he, 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 just recently, for Amazing Stories, he has a... Um, a column or a blog, and he did a, I think, a memorial for Al Betts. Oh, yeah. 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 And uh, so, like, that was my first exposure to Mr. Science. Oh, yeah. And it was wonderful, like, really oh. funny. Well, a good example is John Kramer, okay. who, who writes the science column in Analog for years. Okay. And he, uh, he's married his wife, Paula Colleen. Oh, gee, Paul. I'm bad with names. Anyway, she, good with faces. she was. Uh, um, she works for CERN in Switzerland. Oh, uh, right. Smashing, uh, smashing oh, yeah, particles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> so anyway, they got this, and they liked it so much, they actually subscribed to BISFA for a year, a oh, couple fantastic. years. And they subscribed their two kids because they wanted to ask Mr. Science call. Oh, that's great. And they really liked, you know, it was always my pride and joy. And the, it, the things that we got is we get letters from... Uh, Oh, why can't I think of his name? I, I probably won't even find it now. But uh, if you didn't have a, a letter from him in there, your fanzine hadn't arrived, your newsletter. Oh, I see. Okay. He was one of those guys. Oh, so he would mail out, like, like well, he would send letters. Well, we'd mail to him. We, oh. we, he'd want copies, and I'd send it, and he'd send back letters of comment. Right. Right, and uh, he did a lot of that. I mentioned on the phone to you that... That's one thing I really liked about uh, this zine. It's a bit of a, it's a net, it, it is or was a network. I suppose it's gone online, but it's different. Oh, oh yeah, it's, it's online now, but it, it is different. The, it, fandom in, a, in these days, there wasn't anywhere near the, the number of things you can get involved with. You had gaming, you had a Star Trek and Doctor Who, and there, towards the end, uh, uh, the earlier, you know, the end of these years, you had the animation coming in. Right, right. Anime. And so you, you had lots of... But, I mean, I got letters from California, Oklahoma, and uh, that Harry Andrew Shack's a well-known fan. And, too, this would be pre-email or, say, just on the cusp of email, right? Uh, yeah, Harry Warner Jr. was the one I'm thinking of. 
He's from uh, Louis, um, from Hagerstown, Maryland. And so uh, usually I didn't retype it. Sometimes he, he would send something with this old typewriter he had. Some of his letters wandered, and I thought it was kind of neat to put in here. Oh, yeah, I can see the font. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And so uh, sometimes I did it, but you'd see things were missing, and uh, he'd correct them and so on. Oh, hey, I think somebody actually is... They, oh, that, that's the previous... Uh, yeah, and, and they, they actually did their some kind of comment. It might be Elvish, I don't know. That he, uh, we were asked... Uh, I'll find the one to show you. He uh, asked to trade with Bisfa, and they were Phosfax, which was out of Falls, Ohio, Kentucky. Right. And so I was very, very pleased to be asked. You know, I... You, you felt you recognized, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's so legit, yeah. The first time I sent a copy, I sent this one. Oh, yes. Yeah, the Doctor Who one, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, he says, how did you get that through the mail? Oh, great. <laughs> and and just, just, just for the listener, it's, uh, it's not even scantily clad. There's no clad, and it's no the Doctor. Clothes, and I, this is Leela, right? I guess so. And... and it, Tim Hamill was a, a, had a very wonderful sense of humor. He okay. still does. It. A colorful uh, sense of humor. Yeah, and there's, it says Dr. Ah, too, stuck in a time loop again, again, again. Yeah. And there's, she's on him. He's got no clothes on lying on the floor, and she's on him. And they're obviously having a wonderful time, shall we say. Let's say, yeah. Okay, and he's wrapped, the, his uh, scar, scarf is wrapped around the TARDIS, I mean the... Uh, and actually, a question for this is, uh, for, like, say, this seems like a bit unique. Was 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 doing something that was, uh, let's say, racy? Was that something that uh, happened with the bisphazine? Okay. okay, now this, the ladies actually did this one. Okay. This is the uh, program book for VCon 6, and there was a lot of women there, and they decided they needed a man. That they, you know, they should have a, a naked man in there. I'm, I'm suspecting that some slash might be coming up or something like that. No, no, it's it's actually, it's a cleverly done. Tim Hamill, again, was asked to do it. Someone pointed out later that the devil didn't wasn't circumcised. Oh, hey. <laughs> right, okay. But that, that was uh, done because we had a, a lot of the club stuff. The artists were a lot of them were male and drew female. Yes, and, and so so this this was the flip side. Yeah, this was the flip side, and if this was the main program book for the convention, that was our guest of honor, Evan Vogt. Oh hey, I, I I just did what I've been doing is I've been doing short videos going and visiting the sites for VCon. Okay, and I I, I just did VCon six. Wait a second, is this VCon six? This yeah, is VCon six. This is. This is actually kind of a thrill. That's why I brought it, because you mentioned it on the phone. So You're the I man. I found it. This is a bit of thrill for me. I'm getting a bit sort of the tingles, because um, for each of these visiting the sites, I'll you know do a bit of research, a little bit of research, and sort of put together what I'm going to say. So this is fantastic. This is, a bit like for me, a bit of a, a step back in time. So the cover for VCon 6, it has it looks like a wizard. Um, yeah, but, but Vicky Poyser did it. And, and, and there's also a science fiction thing going on. Say it could be a s sort of space wizard. And a, a brief back to the Gestetners. Yes. I printed that on Gestetner. And that had so much black ink on it. And mm. there's one other one in there. Oh, they're into I that. had to crank one and hand lift it off the, the thing because the little uh, lifters that would lift the pages off, if there's too much ink, it would go underneath the lifters. 
And so was this with with the big machine? Yeah. In the no. Well, we had a IBM 360, which okay. is a much smaller version. Okay. And it, although it had a motor, when you had something like that, you had to hand lift the page off because it stuck to the stencil. So this that sounds like a labor of love. Oh, because well, you, you well would... I learned to run it. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anything that could go wrong did go wrong in that. And in fact, the picture of uh, A.E. Van Vogt, this one was a hard one mm. because there's so much black. Right, right. And with A.E. Van Vogt, we had to reduce the size because it just wouldn't come off and it made a mess. And I've got better ones. Some of oh, them came out better. This, this. So what happens is, is the black, well, it get, sort of gets sort of uh, spotty? or No, what happens is... I've run three pic- three or four pictures and not enough ink got through. And so oh, I see. I okay. just picked this at random. Unfortunately, you, some came out pretty good. Like, there's hardly any missing there. And uh, that other one had hardly any. It's, I'm, I'm good with it. I, um, uh, I used a typewriter for years. Oh, yeah. And so I, I, I kind of I like that quality to it, where it's not perfect. See, that's Vicky Poiser as well. This is Bill Grader. Talking about getting the art... Uh, you, I remember you mentioned that... You bribed the artists. You bribed them, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I was... Uh, I, I don't mean it that way. It, no, it no, sounds... No, yeah. You know, yeah. But I made sure I brought, for instance, for Vixen, who did a lot of my covers. They, that's Adrian Kleinberg out of Edmonton. Okay. Uh, this, this, I think, was a Vixen. And she did a lot of stuff for me. And that's Warren Odson. He used to be in... Uh, Pink- I actually met him through uh, Josette Kernahan. Yeah, I knew him quite well, because we, we actually had stuff at his place. Okay. So, uh, the, yeah, the front cover was Vixen. Right. And uh, she did a lot of stuff for me, and she uh, was well-known in her artwork. Tim Hamill did our original logo, which was uh, uh, oh, the beaver. <laughs> Anyway. Oh, for Bisfa. Yeah, the original Bisfa logo. And he, in fact, in here, that's the Bisfa logo. He did that. Oh, I see it. Okay. All right. Yeah. See? Oh, fantastic. Is that a griffin? Looks like yeah, some kind of... Yeah, over the Lionsgate Bridge. Wonderful. That, and, that's fantastic. Uh, there's something else. There's art in here somewhere. So, but, and we ran ads, and we did all kinds of stuff. Oh, uh, uh, the Japes ad. Uh, that oh. that was fantastic. After you told me that, I went and looked it up, and uh, until I was imagining people showing up at this bookstore, that yeah, it, it, it just was, it was an empty Devonshire parking lot. <laughs> and remember, this was a chain. We we this was done at a VCon. Yeah, and uh, we had somebody from Calgary and somebody from Edmonton. Edmonton people found a place that had been closed for months. Calgary people found a, I think it was Southwest address right. that doesn't exist. The roads in Calgary go together in a certain point, and this was beyond where they would go together, so there was no such address. So they all went and looked for it. <laughs> but I made the stupid mistake oh. of when that ad came out, I'd forgotten. I had the next meeting at my house, and they'd gone that morning down to the uh, Devonshire parking lot because the Devonshire Hotel had already been uh, ripped down. It's just an empty parking lot, right. and a number of people who like to be, you know, be first in line at the bookstore and get all the, you know, collectibles. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they were mad. <laughs> Stake their claim. Oh, they were upset with me. Steve, how could you? <laughs> what? Wait. Okay. So, did you did you reveal immediately, or were they on to you? Well, like, they went there and they they figured out. They said it's right. BS. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> but. Uh, I'm just trying to see, like, you were asking about 
the kind of thing. We got uh, we got trades with uh, clubs all over. I'm just trying to see. Uh, da, da, da. Bridge Publications. That was uh, A.J. Budry's uh, through the uh, Writers of the Future. Was it a swap? Say, did you send? Yeah, we swapped them. Right. Most, these are all swaps. These are, they sent us one, we sent them one. Uh, Mark Manning was Fran Skeen's brother. Mm-hmm. Or not Mark Manning. Uh, what's his name? Manning? Anyway, um, Westwind was Seattle. The Toad, uh, Port Moody. Uh, that was in uh, Fort Lauderdale. Oh, the SS, uh, yeah, SFS, SF, uh, yeah. SFS Shuffle. Yeah. Solaris was Quebec. Pulsar was um, Portland. Ottawa, uh, that was in Florida, Orlando. Neology was Edmonton. These were just some of our trades. Maple Leaf was, uh, Rag was Gar Spencer, local. Influx, Birmingham, Alabama. Phosfax, they, they, they were the biggest. This looks familiar because uh, I did a poetry zine for 770 was the major, uh, one of those major zines. And it was like, it had a huge list of, oh, yeah, yeah. of zines. And he always traded with us. And uh, Burnaby Writers and Anvil, where is that? Yeah. Uh, Birmingham, Alabama, yeah. And so each month we would get some of these and they'd trade with us. And we quite often got letters, uh, or you'd, you, you'd read through there. And I made sure I read through their fanzine because they quite often say, oh, we read in Bisfazine, this, this. Right. Well, I took that, that straight to Fred, where these guys, where my contributors quite often were, said, hey, look at that. They noticed what you wrote. And that got them to keep writing. Because nothing works better than seeing yourself mentioned somewhere else that they think it's important enough and they, somebody else enjoyed it enough. It makes them feel good about themselves, and they're much more likely to contribute again. And, and I, I'm thinking um, for the artists, for oh, yeah. the writers, well, the artists, that you feel I had, valued. Anytime you got an art thing, I had to send a copy if I ran their artwork. As you can see. It's beautiful. Like uh, I, I'm just seeing some female centaurs and uh, Devils. Yeah, some, some ghoulish stuff going on on the front covers. And, uh, and some of these... I'm trying to see who the... Oh, that's Tim Hamill. Uh, that's just a name. Right, right. And that was a Vixen again. She had lots of neat stuff. And I guess, too, what would ha- what could happen or what would happen is, say, you, you would send this to someone, they would go, oh, we really like the art, and then they, they might um, uh, bribe that artist as well. Well, I, yeah. I mean, but you'd meet them at a convention. Right. And if I brought a bunch of BC right. sparkling cider, right. you know who else liked it? Uh, Larry Niven. Uh, the writer, yeah. I yeah, used yeah. to make sure I, I got some when he was at a convention I was going to. But you got, uh, that was a Tim Hamill. That was actually done for me. Uh, and, uh, that was my uh, uh, heading when I was in BC Appa. Okay. That's me. That's oh, what I used to look like. That, that's the I'll, I'll show you that in a minute. Too. Oh, hey, yeah, here we go. Right. Well, yeah, but that's not me at my best. Uh, that uh, is a Warren Odson cover. So did, uh, did you have a full beard at one time? Oh, I did. Oh, hey, we have more photos. Oh, or potential photos. Yeah, no, no. No, they are actual photos. Because, uh, and too, I just want to get in, uh, that we met last uh, October, and I was standing around in a daze, and I think you, as as ambassador for life at VCon, that you, you came up to me. I didn't know who you were, and you yeah. didn't know who I was. And you were, it was, it was wonderful, because just out of oh, the blue, exactly. here's this guy. And uh, again, like you said, there was this valuing of someone else. 
That was my job. Oh, the burn, uh, burnishing? Well, no, uh, it, it was, uh, that's a stainless steel thing, and they wanted a mirror finish on it. Right. And that's how it looked before I started. So this would be the inside? That, that's actually what they call a stuff box, and it's, okay. it's to do with pulp mills. But they wanted a mirror finish so nothing stuck to it. Right, okay. It didn't have to be smooth like a mirror, because when you're welding, you're going to get lots of ins and outs and so on. But you can see it, it had to reflect. There's a reflection. I didn't. This was professionally taken. The company got professional oh, photographer. Right. And then this was, we made brew kettles. And that was a big stainless steel brew kettle. What you could see out through the window, like at Molson's, would be that stainless steel head. And so I had to go in with a, I had a big grinder like this. Yeah. Only I had a Scotch-Brite wheel. And I had to blend it with the grain in a circle. And then we had to spin it and so on. And so that's all are, part of my job. Uh, and that's me doing it. Yeah. And that's a big tank, not, not a little one. Are, and two, are they called hoppers? Is that what they no, are? No, no. The, the hoppers look more like that. Oh, I see. Okay. But uh, that is the actual brew kettle. Oh, where, right. Where it went in and it brewed. And it's so great. On. It does look like a, almost like a, a, a steam, uh, a pressure pot or something. Yeah, there was not pressure. Now, you wanted pictures. Yeah. Okay, that was me. I think it rained. Fantastic. Full, full for beard. Ma- for many years, I had a full beard and hair. And that was my all-time favorite lady. Unfortunately, she... She was murdered way back when. Oh no! Oh, she was she was the Bispa favorite. She did a newsletter editor and so on for years. That's Judith Merrill, who's also no longer with us. Right. Okay. But that's my favorite picture. I, I had a better one uh, that Ken Wong took these, but I had a better one taken. But unfortunately, the flash didn't go off and it was dark. We were all three looking that way. Right. But uh, oh. Uh, and yeah. two, is it okay to ask her name? Helene Flanders. Okay, right. I was going to show you. There's a red one I've got. She, yeah, she's radiant. Oh, she was. Uh, I, I, if you ever out my way, I'll show you. I have an album with her in it. And okay, so on, all right. With a bunch of her and and all all the Bisfa events and so on. You mentioned Ken Wong. Yeah. And and just in previous conversation uh, over the phone, that say you were at BCIT. Uh, 1967-68-69 I had trouble with a course and so I had to repeat it and I believe he was a part of my second year and uh, so he was there and he was the one that a number of years later says oh there's this science fiction thing before that the funny thing was that uh, Chuck Davis was taking a Kemenmet's car smash uh, charity where the men and women the students at BCIT got a sledgehammer and smashed this car sitting there, right? And the money went to um, muscular dystrophy, I think. Okay. And they they had the boots there and all that. But then, uh, years later, we were going to have our first meeting. Uh, I was talked into going to a meeting because it was at Chuck Davis's house. (laughs) I'd never seen somebody famous, you know, like a a TV personality. And, And I got along really good. And over the years, I ran into him in more places. I'd go to somewhere like Expo 86, and I'd run into Chuck Davis. But he had meetings at his house for years. He always, he wanted to write science fiction, but he never got published. He got his book of lists published. He was on uh, BCTV at one time. He was on uh, CBC, oh, forget. He was on several different TV stations with different versions of his show. And he's written written several books. He was well-known. Yeah, Ken Ken Wong. So Ken Wong introduced you. What VCon was that? 
Well, it wasn't VCon. Oh, Ken right. Wong okay. got me to go to a BISFA meeting, and it was at Edna and Chuck Davis's house. So you're you're socializing. And so uh, and then at, at the, so the the thing that says I, I went there that's wrong. I actually went to BISFA meetings before I went to VCon. Ah, uh, okay. Because they they got me to go because I was at a BISFA meeting. So that was your gateway. That was my gateway. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Uh, and there's Warren Odson again, another of his uh, frog type. Uh, Efforts. I knew Marcel War- or whatever. I knew Warren from um, Doctor Who. There was a Doctor Who fan club. Oh yeah, yeah. And this is Peregrine. She had cystic fibrosis, but she did a couple of covers for us, and she did a number of things. And unfortunately, she passed away because usually people with cystic fibrosis. And again, this would be. This is a pleasure to, to see. All of this is a pleasure to see, and oh. just sort of knowing what it meant to them. Oh, yeah, and she uh, she tried to get uh, things, uh, whatever she could. She came to Fred as often as she could. She uh, ran across and gave me a big hug every time, and uh, I went to her ceremonial life, and her dad says, how did you get her to do that? When I said, oh, I just missed it, she used to come again. He said, well, how did you get her to do that? I said, she always did. <laughs> always the joy. I was, just, I was always lucky. I, sh- I should say Fred is F-R-E-D. Yeah, forget the reality. The polite version is the, forget reality, enjoy drinking, but the F word wasn't always forget. Okay, here's here's another idea of some of the trans, transmissions from uh, so this Panama is, City. These at are the top trade, it says zine scene. Yeah, these are the trade zines that came into Bispo that, that traded with us. Probe for South Africa. Well, there you go. Fantastic. Xenophile, Calgary, Westwind, uh, Edmonton. I mean, um, Seattle. Uh, that one is again uh, O O A S F I S from uh, Orlando, Burnaby. That was Pulsar is from uh, uh, Portland, Spintrian. Uh, oh, where was that? Oh, that was uh, Regina. It was the Saskatchewan, yeah. Yeah. Uh, SFS shuttle was out of Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Warp was uh, Doraville, Quebec. Con News, uh, oh, that was just somebody local, uh, from New West, oh, Westminster, Colorado, oh, I'm sorry, not local. <laughs> New Westminster? No, no, no. Just Westminster, yeah. Yeah. Um, Mad Street Northeast Con 3, uh, Cambridge, Massachusetts, uh, The Toad, that was New West. Phosfax was the one that uh, was one of the best known. It had major authors that would contribute to it, and they wrote to me and asked me if they could trade with us. Fantastic. So I, I really felt good about that. The Ottawa SF statement, they quite often read out bisphazines, especially the Ask Mr. Science. Time, that was uh, Melbourne, Australia. Solaris is Quebec. SF Chronicle is a, the major magazine. Right. And we also had Locus at some point, too. Uh, the OAS, I guess, I think I already... Yeah, that, they must have had two that month. The Lonely Cry, that, that is a uh, authors talking about authors. Oh. And that went back to a column where I asked some authors to interview authors. Mm-hmm. And I called it About the Authors by the Authors. And... Uh, uh, What's his name? Michael Coney mm. came up with the idea of Lonely Cry from that. But he said he based it on what I was trying to set up. So I was very proud of that. Uh, there's another one, De Profundis, Hollywood, California. Rune, Minnesota. So you see, uh, each month, 
and letters we received. Joseph T. Major is one of the big people in the Phosphax uh, that I knew of, anyway. And these are all people that wrote to us. Viking Con from uh, Bellingham, uh, Wanock, B.C. Oh, yeah. Uh, Stafford, Virginia. Sven, or whatever that is. Heller, um, Denmark. Uh, Harry Warner Jr., of course. And he, as I say, everybody that wanted their magazine fanzine, if you didn't have a Harry Warner Jr., you weren't there. And Dale Spires. I thought it was Spears, but someone told me it's Spires in Calgary. Oh, I can see, yeah. So these are some of the things. And every month, our newsletter, we tried to have a, a variety. There's me playing with my font on my uh, brand new Atari at the time. Right, right. And uh, I had movie reviews by John Mellock on this one, just as an example. Ask Mr. Science. Uh, executive meeting minutes, so it was club nonsense. Um, space report. That was Sydney Trim, and that got a lot of uh, comments. It was quite popular. Uh, book reviews, uh, Dan, Don, or Dan Davidson, I forget where he's from. He was somewhere in the interior. Uh, Nibbles, John Mullock, he also did book reviews as well as the movies. Uh, there was a film review by Graham Cameron. This is all in one bisphazine. Oh, there's Graham, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is a Western Will the World End with a Whisper by Dale Spires. And so this, so that is a, an actual piece of fiction? No, that's not fiction. Oh, is it a review? Yeah. Okay. It's a, it's a talk. All right. It's, ta- it's talk about the ecology. And oh, so this is nonfiction then? Oh, yeah. Right. Okay. I, uh, that leads to something else, which I think I brought one of. Because I said I, I was not good enough editor to edit fiction in Bisphazine. So I said, I didn't want to do that. Right. So I talked to the writers group, and I said, can you guys come up with a magazine for me? And I said, no gorillas. So on the cover, Don DeBrandt put a gorilla with a red circle with a red line through it. Oh, so Don, it was yeah. no gorillas. <laughs> I thought it was funny, and I, and I printed it. That's good, that's good. <laughs> but it was the, the writers group, the BISFA writers group, because we had a writers group as part of it, did all the fiction and editing, and uh, they did it a number of different times. Uh, Segway, uh, uh, talking with Don, because I actually got to sit down with Don and talk, and okay. um, it, what he, what I remember what he expressed was that it was the, uh, of course, you know, mi- missing missing what was, but uh, that, say, uh, for him it was, say, room parties, it was this sort of getting together, celebrating. Yeah. I, I was, I like my booze, and I like my partying. <laughs> I, uh, for Westacon 30, they asked me, could I possibly do uh, uh, the registration or help with the registration? I right. said, sure. And I wound up running it for three days right. because the lady doing it was also treasurer and something else, and she was very busy. So I wound up running. And I got to meet all the authors, and that picture of that lady, oh, Hen right. Flanders. Yeah, yeah. I met her there, and uh, oh, I may have known. I, I can't remember if I met her there. I think I knew her before that, come to think of it. Anyway, uh, she said, oh, I want to meet Robert Silverberg. I really want to meet Robert Silverberg. Well, I just registered. He was standing just over there sort of thing, right? So you could do that, yeah. And so I saw him. I thought, well, I'm going to take all my courage in hand and say, Bob, could you come here? (laughs) And he turned around, and I said, oh, would you like to meet Hen Flanders? She she was just... (laughs) Sharing the love, right? Yeah, yeah. No, it was just, it was a magical moment. And he, he got it right away. Oh, good, yeah. 
Constant Heatmer was uh, doing VCon that year. I'm just, as I say, showing you one bisphosphine uh, to, so mm -hmm. you can see what was in there. Yeah. And that was like a Hagerstown thing. There's his typewriter. I just photo-reduced it and ran it. And some of the letters would go in a sort of like that. As they do, yeah. Yeah. Well, he had a really old typewriter. But he was quite something. And he, there's Sidney Trim mentioned again, as I say, and uh, Donna McMahon. And th there's a number of things in there. He always gave us a good review. He was really, really a good guy. And he always made sure he actually got through to us. And he was quite old. He was, you know, and uh, we got a, always got a letter, most times from Joseph T. Major from the Phosfax group. Mm -hmm. And they, he, had, he always talked about Sydney Trim stuff and a few of the other things. So it was really nice that we got all this. Harry Andrushak, he ran a, a fanzine that was well known at the time. And so we had a lot of, uh, it, it was great. I really, you know, that was the highlight of my life was doing stuff like this. Well, see, that's, that's what I'm picking up. I, th I don't think you would have done it uh, otherwise. Well, right? th there's more to a story to it. That First of all, what happened was um, the editor couldn't finish the term. Jim Welsh and Mark Galbraith Hamilton were doing, were the editors and sort of, they were doing uh, too much stuff and they just didn't have time. Mm -hmm. I think, I forget who dropped out. The editor had dropped out and they were sort of doing it. So I said, oh, I'll, I'll try and do the last three. Since I'd never done it before, I uh, said, did, oh. Did the Gestetlers, did they already exist? I was exist? printing long before. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. oh, the, right. I, I only did this in the 80s. We got, the, the that one was printed in 78. Right, yes, for the VCon, yeah. Yeah, so I didn't get, really get into it. I'm just seeing if I can find... Uh, that was... Oh, I showed you already one of them. The second one I ever did, it was that one. Oh, okay, all right. I did 155 as my first... Or was it 154? It may have been 154. I did... Oh, yeah, I think I did 154, 155, and 156. So there's a half-nude astronaut on the cover. Uh, yeah, that's a Warren Odson. Oh, yeah, yeah. And... Uh, that was, uh, president was Jim Wells. It's great because I only saw uh, Warren's, uh, he did some dark shadow stuff for Josette because she really loved that. Oh, and, he, uh, he did a lot of good stuff. He did, a, he did a, um, for Westercon 44 when we did, he did a pointillist type, that's where you take, you know, yeah. dots. Yeah. Uh, he did uh, yeah, yeah. one of each a member of the CONCOM for the Westercon 44 oh, and it's in the Westercon 44 program book he did all our things and he gave us each a copy of it was it a, the, the guests of honor that he did? no us oh you committee the CON committee fantastic all of the convention committee the chair the, and right on down if you were listed in there he did a point list of you that's fantastic so uh, see and, and over the years oh I didn't remember Sydney was president then huh Anyway, uh, uh, that's Mike Jackson. He does he does gaming artwork now and so on. But he right. he did some early stuff in his early days for Bisfa, and uh, I got lots of good people. That was Jacqueline Nilsson. It's great to see it sort of in the flesh because I've I've seen some of these scanned uh, or say um, PDFs online, and it's it's not the same. It's good that it's there. But holding it in your hands, uh, it's a different experience. Well, it's were, were, were they uh, color or are they black and white? Actually, uh, black and white, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I knew. Always color. Almost always. You saw that one, wasn't it? <laughs> or at least, uh, let's see. Where was the one I just saw? And it was the, uh, the yeah. So this one. Yeah, uh, that, that, was, that early was early in my days. Yeah. But uh, 
as soon as I could, I started getting more color ink. This one was done entirely in brown. But this was a, a last minute. The uh, editor couldn't do it. Oh, okay. And so I had to get a cover and, and brush things together. Um, see, I hand wrote all that. <laughs> because uh, the editor was having a major problem, a major life crisis. I, I, think, I think the great thing about these, the bisphazines as well, is that there's this... Uh, there's a tongue-in-cheek. There's first of all, there's a, there's a love of oh, yeah. of say genre, and but then there's also um, you know this sort of humor at work in in the in the writing and the tone. See, to run this, as I say, I'd have to run this through at least twice, three times, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's on the same oh, sheet. Oh yeah, right. you've got black, green, and red. I know I did a couple of four color, but I can't find them. So, do you think that there's sort of an element of I, I uh, but say. Um, Creativity in it, say arranging everything and putting everything together. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. But unfortunately, it wasn't. I, I my skill was not editing anything. Mm. My skill was talking people into doing things they didn't want on a monthly basis, and then trying to make them enjoy what they're doing so much that they do it again. Right. Yeah. And that was that was what I was good at. That's what I was lucky with. Good management. And so I I, I got all kinds of stuff. And I never had a problem. Uh, every single one of my bisphazines, in other than the first, like that one that I had to do in a hurry, right, uh, were twenty-eight pages. I'm seeing another. Uh, uh, That's six. Uh, what is it called? Um, centaurs, uh, scantily. Uh, yeah, yeah. And there's a uh, Hamilton Hamel. Oh, there we have another. Uh, I have a couple. Circumcised or uncircumcised. Oh, go. that is circum- I yeah. never noticed that. <laughs> I never looked down there. A little surprise there. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, VCon 17, I mean, we had Robert Sheckley and Spider and Gene. Bob Shaw actually stayed at my house. Mm. And mm-hmm. he gave me a copy of his Enchanted Duplicator, which he personally autographed Well, because he, he stayed there. But he was very famous for that because he, he also used to be big in fanzine. Then he got to be a fairly well-known British author. And so uh, he was funny. He had an incredible sense of humor. And then there's a few places, I don't know which, I haven't seen any yet, but he did a bunch of artwork for me, which I incorporated into the odd business. That's, again, Mike Jackson, right, right. Who got, who's the gaming, uh, who did a lot of gaming stuff. And, yeah, there's another. Oh, there's another scantily clad. But it's done by a lady. Oh, See, Vix, yeah. Vixen is a lady. Yeah. So, it, you know, it's just, so I went by with the artists, and that's uh, Adrian Kleinbergen. Mm-hmm. Uh, this looks like Tim Hamill. If, I'm, if I can't read it, I can go there. Uh, oh, Tarkus. Oh, I'm bad. That's Tarkus. <laughs> I remember um, just recently seeing online that somebody had... had I guess it would be transcribed. They they had taken a panel you were on about zines. Yeah. And I think it was at VCon. Okay. And yeah, and they they had taken that, and it, it was it was it was kind of funny because there's a photograph of the audience, and I, th- I think there was one guy, and but on the panel itself, you guys were having a lot of fun talking about like and sharing and, and yeah. you know sincerely interested in in um, in the business of it. Uh, I think I showed you that one. I, I have a couple extra copies of some of them. Some of these were really oh, wow. nice. I really like that one. This is a, it, it's a, um, 
uh, on the cover. Zebra. Yeah, and it's a it's a zebra person. They've got like a, a mohawk and a bit of the um, the stripes. For yeah, that, there's no mysticism in it, so it doesn't say who the artist was. Uh, so this would be another. Oh, this is a, a two color, right? Yeah, and I'm not sure who uh, either of these are. It almost looks like Tarkus again. So, so getting into sort of like the the changes that have happening uh, have happened, and I think have to happen with with um, conventions like VCon. There's Tarkus. Yeah. Do you see? Let's see. I'm I'm just thinking of things like say, Filk. Filk has sort of fallen. At least for Vancouver, I didn't see any Filk ah, programming. Ah, there's a big thing there. Yeah. It's Filk versus folk. Mm-hmm. And we had the folk singers and the filk singers, and they didn't always get along because one liked the, the songs, anything. Like we always do Beatles. There's right. a bunch of us that do folk music. And too, that, that has. Uh, and because if they sing loud enough, I'll sing with them because then you can't hear my voice. Because <laughs> uh, I know that Spider Robinson does oh, yeah. Beatles songs every, almost every VCon. I'm with Steve Fonestock, Randy Reichart from Edmonton. Um, oh, oh, mm-hmm. Why do I have. Shit, Tam. Okay. I have trouble with names. You're doing great. Well, I was registrar for so many years. That's right, yeah. And, and so, oh, there's another artist, for instance. Uh, he's a comic artist out of California. Ken Macklin, he did that for me. So you'd get one bit of art, and then you'd, you'd go back and you'd say, oh, hey, would you be interested in doing another? No, I just I'd party with him. Oh, okay. I said, oh, if, you, if you can, you know, send me something. And he gave me this and said, oh, you can use that. Was it, was, you, was it you who, who were telling, was telling me that, say, going down to the States, taking cider down to the States? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, well, the, the big thing that I think is missing, but I may be wrong because I haven't been to many American conventions, mm. but BISFA used to go down with a number of us, and we'd throw a room party. We'd throw a big room party about VCon. Right. And we'd uh, each take a couple uh, six-packs of cider or something that we thought the Americans would like, and we'd throw a big cider party. And we did that, and the people at the con would come through, and we'd sign up a lot of people to come up to VCon. So it was, it was sort of registering, promoting, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, it's all part of it. But it, it, that's how I got to be known. And, and they didn't have, or at that time, they didn't have uh, cider, or it was probably not accessible. Well, they didn't have good cider in the States. There, there was a, an alcohol limit, and there was this, that, and the other. But they really liked uh, what we did. And I think it's and that... Jacqueline Nielsen, she did that one. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, no, I, I just, uh, this one. Oh, there's some griffins on the back, right? Yeah, that looks like a uh, Oh, Vixen, sorry. And I, I was remembering, it was like, taking, like say, all the VCon people would take, I think it's like you get to take a six-pack or maybe a couple. Uh, Two six-packs. Of cider. Or a 24 of beer. Right. You were, you know, I mean, it's the same. You still can't take more than a certain amount of alcohol across the border. But, but on mass, sort of every everybody person. Everybody took one in. Yeah. So if you had two people in a car, you could take a dozen. That's cider, right. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, two dozen, and so on. So we started figuring out how to do this, and we had a lot of people come, and we we get these big parties. And so I also was involved in something else, Banff '89 International. We had a big, multi-group convention we had people on the committee from moscow idaho from uh non-con mm. in alberta and from vcon and well all together we put them i i did the uh, oh, newsletter in, in i did the newsletter for the uh committee 
right. so that if they wanted to know what was going on, they'd send me the stuff, and then I'd print it, and I'd send it out to all the committee. So, so what year would this be? Uh, 89. Right. Banff 89 International. <laughs> it's just interesting because it's sort of like... So it was 87, 88 that we did this, but you had people on that committee. There's Moscow, Red Deer, Edmonton, Moscow. That's Idaho, by the way, not Calgary, Calgary Victoria, Calgary, Ad- Edmonton, uh, Moscow, Calgary. So Palouse, uh, that would be Idaho, Moscow. Coquitlam. Yeah, that's me. I was, I was just... <laughs> And we Safe. had somebody else, I forget who else in our group is from Vancouver. I've gotten so used to, um, I've gotten so used to e- um, email so I, that I'm just trying to think back and going, okay, was it 89, this? Yeah. So I was like, uh, I don't think most people were on the internet at, you know, 1989 and, yeah, because of course you have to get a modem. No, no, we... We were starting to get on the mo- uh, internet then, right, right. because uh, we had Big Bang Burger Bar, which was done through Whimsy, oh, okay. which was done by Richard Pitt, and they, they had the very beginnings, and Steve Barkley got us uh, the Big Bang, and so we had a, a er- very early email address, Oh, okay. All right. and then uh, it, it morphed into Whimsy alone, and we each had our own Whimsy address. And then, uh, okay. So that's why a lot of us had, and it was W I M, because it was spelled whimsically. Uh, doing research, I actually I, I saw I think I think yeah I saw your email address, and there was whimsy, and then I think there was a, a bit of website going on for whimsy as well, but um, I I'm not sure if it actually exists anymore. I just want to show you something, uh, but go yeah, ahead. Sure. I'm listening. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. What was I going to say? Uh, I did have some questions about, say, VCon's transformation. I'm, 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 as as I've been researching and going through uh, Bisfa, Bisfa's history and then VCon's history, yeah. and there's, we, let's see, it does seem like that there's a parting of ways, like that there's this loose well, there, loose there connection. Was. Yeah, and, and it wasn't a bad thing, but I thought I don't think it was good for the group. So, it, yeah, kind of like a, a necessary. Well, but. it's just that the old group with, with BISFA put on VCon for years. Yeah. And as for VCon 20, the people uh, that got involved really had their own group. And so they didn't do as much with BISFA and Fred, especially Fred. I just wanted to show you this. Richard Pitt, who started uh, that, gave me that orchid. Oh, wow. And if I ever see him, I want to show him that picture cause because there's tons of flowers. On. I still have it, and this is 2008 and 19. So is it, is it a number of pots? There's two pots. There's two orchids there. Right. And, and there's a bunch of stuff that comes out with an orchid. And they're doing well. And I've kept them since somewhere around 90, 1990. I forget. We had a thing at Richard Pitt's place around 1990. Okay. So okay. I, you know, right. if I ever see him, I wanted to show him that. Richard, tune in. <laughs> Well, he might still, he liked science fiction and stuff, and he was involved for quite a while. See, I, like say, I was, um, there's, it, it, it just has this beautiful atmosphere. Uh, I know it's work, but, you know, putting these things together, putting the bisphazine together, but... Um, it's a group. Yeah, and you yeah. you feel like yeah. a team, and you feel like you're doing something. And I think we kind of started to lose that around... 20? 20, after 20. After 20. Because the group that wanted to put on VCon, they loved what we did so much. They did a very good VCon. I've, I've not put them on the... But they weren't BISFA. Well, 
or, or they, they were for a while. In fact, they were Rambis for a while. Okay. But when we went to Fred and so on, they had their own place they went to. And so some of us after, you know, at some point during Fred, we go over to their thing at another place. And, and that, that is when it sort of started. We started to get less of the group. And BISFA became less and less meaningful. And so the convention sort of branched off into the West Coast Science Fiction Association, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is the official body. But they only meet once a year. And so you didn't meet as a group and feel like you're doing things as a group. That's, that's, that's the difference I'm, I'm, I'm sensing. And, and, and even then, you, you look at all the newsletters, all these written stuff and so on. I really think this is elvish. They say, I have um, no idea. Joseph T. Major does it. Is all in it. Right. Because at, at, at the end of this letter, there's, there's a, a word, and again, it could look like an elvish, and then there's, I think it's a signature. I think it's his signature in elvish, I think. Okay, I, I, I no, no, I know. I'm just guessing. I'm just. <laughs> and guessing. I haven't known that in all these years. So. <laughs> but you know, it's just I, I, I enjoyed, it. and as as the years went by, the quality got better as far as uh, printing, oh, because yeah. the, the, the typewriters were better when they originally came along. The typewriters weren't the best. Well, and going back to the uh, the but very this first one was all typewritten. Go, going back to the very first VCon uh, that. That's the six. But it, yeah. it, it was. Um, um, it was basically it was like letters. I think the first one was a letter, and I, it might have been even just one page, and then it, you know it's blossomed into this for say VCon six, and and for the uh, Bispa scenes as well. I, I think I think what I saw was the first ones were actually you know a couple pages. It wasn't it wasn't a booklet. Well, I'm the one who actually upped it to twenty eight pages a month, right. and it's just because I had enough stuff. And I thought, I, I work Monday to Friday. Mm. <laughs> I go down to Rick Beach on the weekends. <laughs> By the way, we do have a team, and we have a, two of the first years they had the Rick Beach uh, Sandcastle competition. It was won by Bisla. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's a picture of us without clothes on building this damn big dragon <laughs> on the beach. I forget what we built the second year, but I got the first year's trophy, and Vicky Otis... Who was a, who did the art directory? Right. I thought she should have the second one, so we each had one. So I've I've got maintained that for the team. I was the team captain. So if you're if you're new to all of this, uh, Rec Beach is is a beach. It's uh, lo- located very close to UBC, and um, clothing optional. There we go. That's that's the polite way of saying it. Uh, and I'm not sure if it's still. Is it? I don't know. Do you know if it's still? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. okay. There we go. There, uh, I know. What's a seventy-year-old guy going down there? There we go. There we go. But every now yeah. and then, I go down there. I I know all the people, or lots of the older folks there that have been going for years. Judy Williams and so on. I know all of them quite well. So it says, uh, uh, Steve is showing me this page. It says, "Re-elect Steve Forty, newsletter editor. Vote 40. Was was there an, was there a democracy? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, no. Right. Uh, uh, there probably was. I don't know if. Uh, Oh, there's that's a campaign. Well, you should vote for Doug and Lisa Gurley. Oh, well, there we go. Okay. So I, I made sure that I tried to be fair. Yeah, no, no dictatorship. And, and they did a column for uh, years uh, about food, uh, fan food, where where to go to eat. Oh, okay. Shelley Gordy did one on how to cook various recipes. So we had a, a Constantine Hebner did a calorie corner sort of thing. 
So we had a, a Debbie did birthdays. And, and, sorry, cir- circling back, uh, or if you want to finish. No, no. I, that, that, uh, cir- circling back, uh, I was talking with Don. Got to talk with Don for an hour and just say picking up stuff at the oh, there's that. the VCon meetings. And two, that's different because because for say the Bisva, you know, that's my understanding. Or I, I guess it would be Fred is every week, right? Well, it was, yeah. Yeah, it was. And every Friday. Well, it started out on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. People like him actually started that down on the West End, and, and it used to be down there. And then we moved it to. Uh, it wound up after moving around for a number of years. It wound up for quite a few years at the. Um, Burrard Motor Inn, right, which is on uh, across the street from St. Paul's Hospital. Right, so it's downtown. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you could take a bus and get there. Right. Uh, our biggest Freds were actually at Sterling's, which were out in Burnaby near Metrotown. Uh, Try, trying to find a Friday pub that's not busy was very tough. Uh, uh, talking with Don, just say, uh, picking up my own interpretation, um, say uh, like he uh, Don DeBrant that he expressed. Um, sort of say room parties that things it feels like things are slowing down and he thinks that that's he thinks or my interpretation of what he said was that it it is it is a part this sort of energy the reason to go to VCon you know is a a part of it is the room parties yeah well the biggest problem of course is as the years have gone by hotels don't let you have room parties anywhere near as much they want to control the alcohol more and they, two, I guess. Uh, and the money, yeah, yeah. because they, the last time when I went to, they had a, uh, a bartender from the bar there, and a beer was five bucks. Well, you can stuff that. I don't drink anymore. Right, right, yeah. I haven't yeah. had a drink since 2002, which is why I don't look fat like I did in those pictures I showed, uh, that one. Of them. <laughs> I, I lost 70 pounds when I quit drinking. You're looking good. Oh, yeah. Well, Oh, thanks. Yeah, there we go. What do you want? <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm doing the next Bisva scene. <laughs> It'd be great if you... <laughs> oh, there's my first one. I was telling you, this is the first one, uh, before I learned how to do anything. Right, right. Uh, but it was in a hurry because uh, the editor... I, that's when I agreed to do it for uh, um, Jim and Marg, because they were too busy. They had too much going on. And, and so it, there was this trading off... Yeah, um, and two, uh, like say, at one point you stepped aside, and uh, you know you had to do stuff, I guess, and then Graham, uh, you know. Well, no, I just thirty-five issues was enough. That was three years. Right. Yeah. And I was just, I got tired, and uh, I, I, it was a lot of stress because every week I had to, every month I had to do this, and I, I, there's a lot of going into this. I had to write people, I had to, you know, text people, and all the rest. Uh, uh, afterwards. And did he you, wanted to do it. And, and I, did you still do the printing at your place? For a number of years, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I, I printed things until... Uh, I got rid of the printers by threatening to inform the border something would be bad. It, I remember it was something about Seattle. Well, yeah, Seattle, Seattle had a convention called Cascadia, and they wanted to bring the Gestetners down to show how printing was done years ago. So they came up, and they took all the Gestetners out of my basement. Yeah. And I said, you're not allowed to bring them back across the border. <laughs> I will phone the border and tell them bad things about the Gestetners if you do that. I will but, give them your license plate numbers. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, that's what happened. As they, they kept it down there. One of them is in the Seattle Museum or something. Mm-hmm. One went. That was supposed to go to Portland. I don't know if it did. 
and they they just and they were a lot of bisphosphines were printed on those. But I had no room for them once I, I knew I was going to sell a house, so I, I wanted a way to get rid of them, and that was the way. See, there's another what looks like Warren Odson. I really like the browning. There's something really nice about it, like almost oh, like yeah. a sepia kind of this, uh, effect. This, this was because that was the ink I had in the, the club's Gestetner. I only had one Gestetner when I started. Oh, I see. Okay. So I had to go with one ink for a while. And we had Donna Rinko, H-R-Y-N-K-I-W. She used to do a column uh, that was based on getting stuff off the internet. Uh, another thing I like about this, uh, finding out, researching about, say, bisphazine, bisva, is... Uh, I was on a panel last year with Fran Skeen. Oh, yeah. And I didn't know anything about Fran. And then as, as I start looking into Bisva, I start looking into, you know, older Vicon stuff. You know, there's, there's Fran. There's Fran. There's Fran. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. She was always uh, very, very active. She did a lot. I used to print in her basement. She had all the stuff in her basement for years before it wound up at my house. Because it seemed silly for me to go all the way into town. To, to print something. So, so she was in town. Yeah, she was in town. I, I used to be in town. Oh, yeah. I lived at 28th and Main when I first got involved. Oh, okay. All right. And then I wound up in Coquitlam because our company moved out to Poco. But uh, I don't know why I did it. I'm Sagittarius, supposedly. I've never believed in any of that kind of crap. But uh, I guess... Uh, he, I think, I think it, for me, it's psychological. Von Fraser liked to have fun. You know, that... That, uh, was, that was the last minute. That was one of those... That, I had to phone people to get them to do a cover for me and do collation and everything. I had to do it, and I had very, very short time because then that was the one, the newsletter editor. That was his final one. Were, were you uh, keen on deadlines? Was that sort of uh, important yeah, to well, you? Yeah, well, if I had a group of people to print and I had nothing to print. Right. And I had to, occasionally, there, there's one person that couldn't get me the labels, so I couldn't put the stamps in, and I couldn't put them in the envelopes because I didn't know who was getting what. And it, it screwed up collation, so I uh, begged them to try and be on time. Though. And so they were. We're we're pretty much rounding things up. It's actually we're at the we're end of the stack, or oh, almost. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> we might have to do another episode. Okay, I, I just want to quickly show you a few things because I wanted to show you some of the program. And, and two, we could do another episode if you like, but this is one hour. Oh wow! So this that's a that's the contrast: the Vcon 40 versus the Vcon 6. Oh, yeah. Well, the, I, I brought this one because this was the one I was fan guest at. And you hey. asked... Uh, you know, oh, that's right. Yeah, right Steve up. 40 does VCon 40. Well, I was VCon 40's 40. That's right. That's right. And uh, so someone wrote something. Because you asked me what, what people had to say. And I thought, oh. And, too, is it okay to talk yeah. about your experience with that? What do you mean? Oh, yeah. I remember you were saying that it was a bit difficult because you were the guest of honor I was one of the guests I, I would like to have been a more programming that was all oh okay because I, I knew a lot about printing I knew a lot about fandom I knew a lot about stuff and there was some stuff there that I could have been on but somehow I never got on you're asking about oh there is I did bring it oh this is great oh thank you no I'm just uh, Steve has just handed me from VCon 40 uh, it is uh, it is a what would it be called it's sort of a, like a, a summary of his ex experience with uh, BISFA and, and uh, VCon. So I'm going to hopefully take a photo of that. You got something? Yes, I do. What, what, what did I tell oh, you? Oh, yeah, yeah. Right, Don, yeah, Don DeBrand. Ficton's one contains mature material, but uh, 
Also, a special thank you, Steve, who turns 40 this month. And thanks for offering us the chance to show us. And that was, that was uh, the Fichtongs. That's where it came from. And so, and so this is, this is uh, fiction done by people connected yeah, to Yeah, in the writer's workshop part of uh, BISFA. Right. And so they, they did all the editing, and they, they, they took it from there and did uh, you know, better wow. ones as time. This really sings to me. But I printed the early ones. Because I, I write, so this is, uh, this is gold. I don't know what the hell this is. Why you got all oh, that? Anyway, I, that was the one I shared. Oh, VCon 20. That was VCon 20, yeah. Right. And, uh, you know, the committee. Message from the chair. Yeah, all that crap. <laughs> but remember I told you about how I got one of my... Uh, Oh, number 100, yeah. 100th issue that we waited, and I, I printed that one. That one was a tough to print, too, because there's so much black. So this is the spoof issue? This is the first of the two. Okay. And unfortunately, the way it came out, it said I did it. And it's not just me. It was Jim and Marg actually came up with the idea, and then I got involved with them. And we came up, and we wrote things that put fans together that not necessarily got along in stories and so on. And we make, this is all phony. And so we came up with names that were combined, and it was just the idea was to have a little bit of fun, right? And so, how did that go? How did this go over? Was Actually, this... most people liked it. Most okay. people laughed. Okay. And so on. Now you asked me about this is my first time being fan guest of honor, so I, I thought I'd bring the book. So this is the first fan guest of honor, Vicon, no Moscon. Moscon four. Four. Nineteen eighty two. Hey, Marion Zimmerman Bradley. Oh yeah, yeah. Marion Zimmerman Bradley. Uh, where is it, please? Would you say the say the contrast between say what Vicon was doing and what other cons were doing is is there a big difference? There is in, a, in one big way. Um, the large conventions have a lot of everything. Oh, okay. The small conventions are more meet you, meet the people, meet the so on. Whereas the large ones is a group here, a group there, a group there. It's not quite the same as you have a small intimate group where you get to know everybody. And too, that was my experience at, uh, at VCon. Yeah, it, it wasn't a huge one, but it, it wasn't too small. I'm just trying to... Uh, I, it doesn't matter because I forgot you're on the air. You can always edit bits out, I guess. Oh no, and too, it's it's fine. Um, but anyway, they, they uh, John Gustafson gave me the. Uh, oh, this is a good idea. Yeah. Uh, so this is for the Moscon oh, Four um, booklet, and it ha it has an ad for Marion Zimmer so that, Bradley's. Uh, that that was what Fran Skeen had to say about me. Oh hey yeah. Oh hey yeah okay. Thank you, Mr. Bonner. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely take that photo as well. <laughs> Get as much info uh, as I can. Then there is a. Uh, oh, this is Oricon. Oricon. That was the biggest one. Uh, there's more than 1,500 people here, and it's really an honor. I mean, I don't run for a fan guest. Right. Someone phones me up and says, do you want to do this from this, this area? I, I had no idea. When they, the first time they did that from Moscow, it was really a scary thing because I didn't know. I'd never done it. I didn't know what you had to do. And uh, So they phoned me and says, oh, you want somebody more well-known, somebody more, you know. 
And then I phoned them up back a day later and I said, well, is it still open? <laughs> and they said, yeah, we'd love to have you. So. But I didn't know. It, it's, well, into it's, it's the doing, right? 12, yeah. This one was... Uh, I hey, believe, there we go. Is yeah. that you? Yeah. Yeah, you can see the belly and... Uh, yeah. yeah, that was... Yep, the beard is gone. Oh, yeah, the mustache. But I still had curly black hair, though. Uh -huh, it was kind of uh -huh. gray. But I think this this is uh, an Ask Mr. Science. Right. Al Betts and I used to go out quite often on Tuesdays just because he worked near me and we'd have supper before he drove home. But... Uh, he did all his Mr. Science. I had nothing to do with that. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. anyway, we were good friends. But he wrote this whole thing about me, where I was born and all this crap. And then how I got addicted to Gestetner Inc. And, uh, <laughs> that sounds like him. Like yeah. having read some of his stuff. Oh, there we go. Fantastic. And then the big one. Uh, that was the biggest one. And then the, one of the last ones I was fan guest at was a total surprise was uh, Radcon which is southern Washington State, the Tri-Cities, uh, Pasco. And oh, jeez, they've got some amazing art going on. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, well, they were more of a gaming. That's why I was kind of surprised, but uh, I had a really good time, and uh, I made a lot of good friends there. Well, and that was, that was my impression, meeting you at VCon. And that's a horrible picture. As, as ambassador. <laughs> I, I had a BAMF 89 banner at a convention at VCon. And someone took that picture. And that, I, this really says, I think this this speaks volumes about why they, they got you to come down. Yeah, probably. But, <laughs> and, and there's more on Fred and the, the stuff that I got involved with. All right, great. Thank you so much. Yeah. Well, and let's let's wrap it up. Thank you, okay. Steve. Uh, really a delight. Uh, oh, I appreciate that very much. And, uh, oh, I wanted to show you that one thing about Helen. Yeah, okay, so wrap it up. <laughs> well, we can wrap it up. I can still show it to you. But yeah, that's Helene true. Helene yeah. Flanders, I, did, uh, I, I helped write her obituary when she was murdered in the West End. And, it was, and I actually took a picture that appeared in the West Ender. And I was just, uh, I, to this day, I still think about her so much. Uh, you know, but uh, condo condolences, yeah. yeah. That's, but that's I did an all red. I printed it in all red. Just That was the best cuisine, 112. Well, uh, I, I want to do this again. Okay, uh, this, sure. this, this has been this has been fantastic, and we have an awkward handshake moment. Uh, all right, so I actually was on the committee in eighty. Oh no, you don't have to. In 90, uh, 93, I think it was we did Banff, the second Banff International. I was on both times. All right, thank you for listening and.